Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. When was the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? Well, with Quip's smart electric toothbrush, good habits create great rewards like free products or gift cards and, and, and more. So start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash onion right now to save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. That's $10 off smart electric toothbrush at getquip.com slash onion. Now that's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash onion. Quip, the good habits company. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright, I'm your oyster, baby, you're my pearl. Hello everyone and welcome again to the Friendship Onion. Welcome everyone to the Friendship Onion and Billy, may I be the first to welcome you to the Friendship Onion, welcoming people to the Friendship Onion. Then welcome. I would like to welcome you who have also welcomed the people and me to the Friendship Onion. You're welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Now, it's great to see you, Tom. It's been a little while, hasn't it? We often see each other of a weekend. I haven't seen you this weekend. Or possibly of a midweek. And this week, we've both been kind of busy running around. It's been, this week has flown in, Woo! as they say. Running around like our arse is on fire. Isn't it been? I've been like a blue arse fly. And it's been roasting hot in LA, and I've been desperately trying to keep my garden alive by watering it. But... Because it's so hot, I can't really garden between the hours of 11 and 5, so I have to do it before or after, but my garden's really struggling. Just leave it. No, no. But So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Is that not what would happen in nature? Yes, but I have a lot of 
plants that don't necessarily naturally fit ah. in that. You have a lot of lovely drought-tolerant cactus mm. and succulents mm. and hardy things like rosemaries and irises. I have some delicate things that oh. need water. So you try and keep them alive now, and then as you move into the autumnal winter months, gets cooler. the roots grow and they get strong and hardy. So that's what I'm Love trying. It. So give them, yeah, do what you can, don't do what you can. A little bit of water. Anything to report this week? Everything been tickety-boo? Everything seems pretty good. Uh, wait, you see my knee guy? Yeah, what did yeah, he, she say? Still a bit wobbly, so we're working on strength. Right. And um, flexibility. Strength of the knee and also trying to get the arse bigger. Yeah, because the strength of the knee comes from all over. You could have a weak ankle that could affect your knee. Wow. And when you say, because you've said it a while now, that you need to get your arse bigger, it's the cheeks, not necessarily the hole. Or would the hole get bigger with the cheeks? Or do you want the hole to stay the same size as it is now? Oh, the, the hole will not in any way influence your knee. So you're not working out the hole, Mm-mm. the cheeks. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get the cheeks, would you say, twice as big as they are now? The size doesn't matter. I'm not going to get in for any sort of uh, competition. Right. Uh, it's mainly for stability and strength in the knee. Okay. All so right. dense muscle is what I need. Well, I wish you luck with that. Thank you. You and I have been watching some quite fantastic television this week. Oh, it's been good, yeah. Two things really stood out to me. Do you remember our fantastic astronaut guest that we had a, yes. a while back? And he said to us, you must watch this documentary about the Apollo missions on Netflix. I remember that. I watched that the night before last. Wow. It's fantastic. Well, can it, you remember the name of it? I think it's called Apo- Apollo something. Right. I'll send you a little Thank you. link to I'd, it. I'd like to watch that. It's great. It's very emotional. Oh, it was called Apollo 6, John said. Apollo 11, John said. He did 11. that, yeah. but then he did that. Yeah. Uh, it's called Apollo 11. It's great. It's quite emotional at the end. Uh, fraught with danger and you have a, a massive amount of respect for the people in the control room oh yeah as well as the astronauts that's what it deals with more than anything else is the people in the control room I look forward to that Dom I'll mission watch. control I'd mission like, control well they've, they've got a big job oh my god do they ever what else were you watching well another thing that has just been amazing this week and I I reluctantly uh, binged it I didn't mean to but I just couldn't stop watching it mm. is this documentary on Hulu called McCartney 321, which is brilliant. Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney sat down just talking through his music. You watched it as well, right? I just watched the first episode. How many is there? Six, I think. Right, cool. Yeah, I'll watch another one today. I really liked it. I loved it. And there's so much that I loved about it. But one of my favorite things, it sounds a little ego maniacal in terms of McCartney, but I don't think it was. He takes so much joy in music. Now, of course, yeah. he's listening to his own music, but a lot of times he might be listening to a piccolo trumpet in Penny yeah. Lane or, yeah. you know, a, 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 a tuba player on Sgt. Pepper. So he's not, he's not getting super excited about his voice or his music, but every, mm. every so often he, he will get stoked on his bass playing. But he just is so excited and stoked on yeah. music, you know? Oh, he's amazing. I love how his mind thinks. He, he's always thinking in harmony and counter melodies. He's never really sort of going, oh yeah, that melody, ba ba ba. He's he's always like, ba da da He's always on a different, like when they were talking about um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps Ooh. and they pulled down everything and left the bass up and Rick uh, Rubin was saying, that just sounds like a totally different song. Mm. It, it, mm. And, and then 
Paul McCartney started singing a totally different melody. He said, oh, yeah, this yeah, could be it. Could it. Be this. this could be this. Bye, bye, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, and I loved that the, the, the band were so kind of close by that time that Paul McCartney could play a bass line like that that totally sounds like a different song. Yeah. And how his musical mind thought of doing that is, is brilliant. Because you might have done that with a counter melody on a voice, but to do it with the yeah. bass. Yeah. He's such a unique Brilliant. talent, McCartney. I mean, he obviously he plays the bass, the, the guitar left-handed. Mm. I wonder what that does to uh, people because you know he's he's playing it in a way that is slightly unnatural to him. Right? Yeah. But then the other thing is he started learning acoustic guitar uh-huh. and then obviously electric guitar, and no one wanted to play bass. George Harrison is the best guitarist in the Beatles, so he said, "There's no way I'm playing bass," and Lennon was like, well, no, I'm, I'm the front man. I'm going to play yeah. rhythm to go along with the band, the drive of the band. So McCartney's like, okay, I'll play bass. But instead of just saying, instead of approaching it as, I'll be the bass player keeping that kind of bass line, he, he almost plays lead bass, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And, and Rick Rubin had said that he is relatively coy about his bass guitar uh, playing and the influence that it's had over the years. But it ha- it must have told bass guitarists you don't have to sit in the background yeah. just following along with the bass drum. You can lead forward. People like you know the Jam has a very strong lead bass, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Or mm-hmm. the Police has a very strong lead bass. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that must be influenced by McCartney. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, man. My wonderful dad is quite snooty about McCartney. You know, like um, I liked his early stuff in the Beatles, but then when he got a bit wacky, I'm not. I'm not kind of into him. I'm like, well, I said this to my dad last time. I'm like, this is the guy that wrote Yesterday. This is the guy that wrote Blackbird. This is the guy that wrote Here, There and Everywhere, you know. I wonder if maybe with my dad, it's because he's a peer. You know, they're the same-ish mm. age. So it's hard to kind of, kind of, you know, see his brilliance, whatever. And, he, and my dad said, well, you know, he kind of, he's not. He's not as influential as he used to be, but it's difficult to sustain that yeah. Beatles level of influence. And also, I think, I, I could be wrong here, but I think your dad likes sort of off-centre artists, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes Leonard Cohen and Leonard Dinan, Cohen Dylan and, and Yeah, so people who are... Garfunkel. Whereas, I think McCartney did music in a different way. You know, he definitely touched on deep stuff, you know? But I think he was much more interested, as we've said, about melody yeah. and harmony yeah. and changes in tempo. Like all the wing stuff where it just sounds like there's four songs stuck together. Yeah. All that stuff is much more McCartney. Yeah. And and takes as much, if not more, skill than, you know, some of some of the stuff that um people would think of as more off centre. I think some people get a thing against McCartney because they think he's too middle of the road. Yeah. And and I think that's because it's, you know He's in silly melody, little love like songs. Said. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's writes about that. But actually the melody and the harmony and and that's why he went on to orchestrate it and stuff. Right. You know, he's got that mind. He won an Ivor Novello Award for that. I mean he won he he very much wants to write catchy songs mm. that hook into your head. That was a driving force, it seems, for Paul McCartney. Whereas I think if you look at Lennon and like, you know, something like Revolution Nine as an example, he just thought, Well, I, I want to make art and I wanted I wanted to smash you over the head. There's a great Rolling Stone interview with Lennon where he's interviewed by Jan Wenner, who was the editor of 
Rolling Stone and the creator of the Rolling Stone magazine. And Lennon's talking about Marcel Duchamp, mm-hmm. the artist. And he said, I love him. I love the fact that he took a bicycle and he put it in a corner of the room. And he said, that's art. You deal with that. Yeah. You know, and I think that was one of the things with Lennon where he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge what you think is art yeah. by saying, I'm an artist, take this. And people yeah. are like, oh, I don't like that. He's like, well, I don't care. I'm an artist. <laughs> and I think McCartney's almost the antithesis of yeah. that, right? He's like, I'm going to give you melodies. I'm going to give you different tones. I'm going to give you orchestra. I'm going to learn minutes. how to play this instrument really well. Mm. And I'm going to play it the best that I can. Mm. And look how beautiful that is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing that they met together and, and created that amazing thing. It's a brilliant documentary. If you guys are interested in Paul McCartney, if you're interested in how music is made, if you're interested in the Beatles, check out McCartney 321 on Hulu. It's fantastic. And also, Rick Rubin seems like a lovely guy. Yeah. And the beard, the hair, the shorts. Brilliant. He looks so comfortable. Brilliant. He, he features quite heavily in the Beastie Boys documentary and he had a lot to do with them turning a corner from naughty little daring yeah. rappers into actually a band doing something significant. Yeah, Rick Rubin's a, a very amazing. smart guy. Good. Well, should we bring Rosie in? I think we should because he's an amazing man. Let's have a lovely chat with our wonderful friend, Michael Rosenbaum. Guys, should we start with a song since there's three people here, two of which are in bands? You just gave me sure. a fright there. Really? You scared me. I was looking the other way. Hang on, I'll do that thing that conductors do. Oh, I don't have a pen. I'll do it what have my, you got? I'll do it in my, uh, my khaki. Right. Yeah. You know how conductors do that? Yeah. Oh, we should be tuning up before that. Khaki? Khaki, khaki. I heard, I'll do it with my khaki. My That's what I heard. Please don't do it with that. My car key. You know how they all, give us it, give us it, an F sharp. Ready? Just join him when you want. Looking for a window above It's like a story of love Can you hear me? Seems like only yesterday Moving farther away Don't you need me? Here we go All I wanted was the love you gave all I needed for another day but And all I ever knew Only you Wow, guys. That was fun. That could not have been nicer. What a lovely introduction nice. to lovely Michael Rosenbaum. Hey, hey, y'all. Hi, Rosie. How's it going, Mike? I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to be on your podcast for once. We're excited to have you. And Rosie's here because he's, he's basically... The spin doctor of all of this, isn't he, Bills? He is the guy that started the Friendship Onion. Yeah. By accident. Yeah. Is that true? In your kind home. Of. Kind of. I mean, are you talking about because you guys, I guess you did the pilot. Yeah. The first episode at my house in my studio. Yeah. And you weren't sure what the hell you wanted to do or what you were doing, but you said, let's do it. He said, That's Michael, uh, you, you don't, said, Michael will probably let us use his equipment for free. And I said, if it's for free, I'm in. <laughs> well, there it was. I described you as a mensch. A mensch. Which is a fantastic word in Yiddish that means a generous good, man good, person. Good man. Good man. You are yeah. very menschy. You well, are I, menschy. I, I, uh, I try to be. Mm. 
I don't think I always am. Oh, okay. But well, my we, intentions are usually that. With I feel me, like I've always be. been men- moderately well, thanks. menchy. Thank you. I, yeah. I appreciate You're that. You're a medium I, mensch. I'm hard on myself, though. Wow. Oh. Are you not hard on yourself? I don't think I am not hard on myself. No, if anything, you could be harder on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but you make this a good yeah, observation. Exactly. <laughs> well. I enjoy your podcast a lot. Yeah. Thank you, man. Inside of you. Inside, Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, yeah. I really enjoy it. I was just listening to one coming up, and I like... You listen to one that's coming up? No, I listened to one future. as I was driving ah. up. I was listening to one with Seth Green, actually, and it had a lot of really great things things in it because i think you you let people relax and then you get inside of them <laughs> yeah you know people always ask me it's funny people come up to me or they'll email me and say hey you know i really love your podcast and this and i honestly think i'm surprised because it could go either way i never listen to them i just interview and i'm like okay i'm just i i'm sort of like just a regular person asking questions like mm. so i feel sort of like an idiot remember that chris farley show on senate live where he's like uh paul mccartney you're you're uh, a beetle idiot stupid <laughs> what are you doing so I, I i don't it's not like that but in a, in a sense i'm just going going do you ever get scared when you're auditioning do you ever get uh and i just start going down a rabbit hole of of questions and People think it's just really conversational and fun, and I I, I love doing it. It is, and, it, and I have ADD. Right. So, but when I put these cans on, they call them cans. You know. Yeah, that? yeah, that's technical talk. I learned it. Lovely. But when I I, I start to focus because yeah. I can hear your voice, and I and I yeah. so it's it's nice. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or maybe preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional counselling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. And this service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counsellor. Visit betterhelp.com onion, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counsellors in all 50 states. Special offer for the Friendship Onion listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com onion. Committing to a fitness routine can be hard. Trying to find the time, getting to the gym, all that stuff. Not easy. Peloton makes it much easier. And now... With $400 off their original bike, there's never been a better time to start your fitness revolution. I use a Peloton bike and I love it. I think it's fantastic. I'm not one for making plans and uh, routines. So I just find some time in the day, 15 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes, when I'll jump on the bike and get a great workout. Lots of classes to choose from, lots of styles of music, styles of instructor. You can find the perfect thing 
just for you. And I've started using it for their strength training as well, which is fantastic. You can get outside, lift some weights. It feels good. Experience motivation like never before with the Peloton bike. Now $400 less. Go to onepeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com. I wonder if that's what it is, Rosie, that maybe in that hour and a half, two hours where you are sat with the mic and the cans on, you do become focused. Because I think you are a very focused interviewer in the couple of times that you and I have sat down and then I sat down with Bills yeah, as well. that was a good one. I remember saying to you, it's going to be a kind of rolling chat, but he is going to get into it, which is the whole thing about inside you, right? Right. I don't just I don't just level. get into it. Like yeah, yeah. I think if you just are there to ask questions and you have a list of questions, it comes off kind of cold, and everyone can do anybody can do that. Anyone can have a list of questions and ask you. But for me, I just kind of go, oh, you know, I just uh, you know, outside when you, or when you were coming in the house, you said this thing and it made me laugh, and then we just start talking. Yeah. And then you know, Rain Wilson from The Office. Yeah. Um, Every time I name drop, you have to drop something. So Rain okay. Wilson uh, was at the house. I dropped drop yeah. drop you drop your drop. wallet. Yeah. Jesus no, the Christ, water. That you up. know if he dropped his wallet because it would crack the floorboards. Yeah, it's it massive. It broke <laughs> your leg. Rain Wilson came over and I go, hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming over. He goes, yeah, my dog just died. I'm like, oh, Ooh. fuck. Can you say fuck? Yeah, you can say shit and balls on this show. Oh, I heard you don't swear very often, though. I don't actually. I don't. I, I keep That's it. Bollocks. In, I keep it all in, like a cancer eating my stomach. <laughs> oh. But anyway, Rain came in and said his dog died. So the first thing I said was like, "You just came in here and you said your dog died. Why are you here?" Yeah, because you're and a dog guy. And then he just guy, opened up and he got a little emotional. And uh, I think when people hear about my dysfunction, and I open up about who I am and what I've been, you know, they tend to open up. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's part of it. So, so when you say dysfunction, list you said you had ADHD, which is attention well, deficit. Well, we don't I think know I have these ADD. Really. Just I think attention deficit. Just, I think a lot of people will say they have it, but I mean anybody who knows me knows that if I'm in a conversation or something, usually, and I just hear a song, I go, "Oh, I love this song. Who sings this?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm well, freaking talking isn't to you." That isn't that everyone? Or is, or do we just both have ADD? Like if I'm talking to, <laughs> if I'm talking to you. And then your wife comes in and says something. I can easily be distracted by Billy's wife. Is that is that ADD? Or I'm, is that just I'm slightly distracted just now. Bye. Michael says when he puts on the cans, he focuses. Yeah. He's not put the cans on. No, he's not. You've only got one side I'm, of the can on. I've adopted this. I feel like I'm the only person that's focused at the minute. Yeah. I think you're, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm focused. Is that better? I think so. Turn oh. it up a little bit. How's that? Is that you? Is that? Is that better? No, that's good for me. I'm I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Oh, like you're good. I'm, I think I'm good. They now. look massive on you because of your tiny little head. I'm normally in charge of that thing. Yeah. And yeah. now Michael's taking over. Yeah, no, by the, the thing way, with the volumes. By the way, I, I noticed you have good facial hair. And Thanks. I shaved my beard and I tried to have a little mustache and, it go, and it's kind of embarrassing. I, you're laughing at it. I think you look good. No, nah, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. I just tried it. And Give I'm it just, a few days, though. It's not quite grown in yet, right? I, It'll grow thicker than that. I right? don't know. Really? I never really do. I mean, maybe a little thicker. My brother, Matthew. Hello, Matthew, if you're watching. Hello, my Matthew. brother grows Matthew. fantastic facial hair. Like, he can do like Spanish conquistador kind of mustaches. I wish I could do kind that. Kind of come around like this. And sometimes my brother will do really weird things where... He'll shave all of his face apart from this bit and this bit, and then he'll just let it grow to see what happens. It's weird, and you think that's not going to work. It does. It works. Yeah, that's not for me. What about you? I've never imagined you with facial hair. 
I have I, I grew a fantastic beard mm. a few years ago. I can attest to like that. Like a full on beard that just took over. Like a fisherman. It, it was like great. a Peter Jackson beard. Mm. Like yeah. yeah like like a, a young Gandalf. Like a full on <laughs> You know, inches of beard, and it looked good. Chris it looked great. Yeah, and I feel Chris like mm-hmm. right I feel like people really took me more serious. You know, mm. oh, there's Billy Boyd. It's, it's not weird. only Bill that. Get serious. Not only that, Bills, but that, but that was at a time where you grew the beard for a Shakespearean role. So when someone's coming over to you saying, "I like your beard," and you go, "Well, it's for my Shakespearean role," then people have to take. I'm playing Banquo. I'm playing Banquo. You were Banquo in Macbeth. Yeah. That's a good role. Yeah, it was good. I, I was a good ghost. I was... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I can't remember. Malcolm. No, I... Uh, no, it was Macduff. Small, no, it was a It would have been great part. if it was Malcolm. Ross. He's in the middle. Ross. You would be a wonderful Ross, my sir. Tis called the evil, the most miraculous work of this good king. I don't remember at all. Oh, I love that, though. That was very good. That was, was great. It? Was it really? Yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, when you guys talk, I mean... People are just, they, I think they tend to listen more because you just sound smart and you've got that accent. But and I wish in, I had an accent. Not in Britain. In Britain, we just sound like everyone else. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Guess, I guess that is true. But Good. here, you sound smarter. You could say the stupidest thing and still come off smart. Right. Right. That's good to know. Yeah, I have heard It's that. true. Don't you guys agree out there? I mean, when they speak, it sounds smarter than if I, for instance, um, I'll say something. Okay. Oh, my God. Last night, I had the worst diarrhea. Now, that's how I say it. Now, you say it and see if it sweetens it a little. Oh, my God. Last night, I had the worst diarrhea. That was fair. Sexier. Sexier, really? for sure. You? Deeper. Oh, last night, I had the worst diarrhea. diarrhea. See? It just is more acceptable. People are like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. For me, they're like, oh, you're a pig. <laughs> does, <laughs> does anyone actually remember the last time they had diarrhea? No. Uh, no, it's been a while. Knock on wood. I was telling. I, I was, was bloated about a week ago. Oh, what did you do? Were you uh, eating a bunch of bread? Well, for my birthday, I had uh, buca de beppo, and I ate far too much and really stuffed myself. And I've never done this before. I was so full that I actually had to make myself throw up. Oh wow! And I've never done that. And I go, because my friend goes, "Listen, make yourself throw up." And I go, uh, "Why are you telling me to do that? Do you do that? I yeah. hope you don't do that." Go, no. But if you're really that full and it hurts, just get rid of it because I felt like it was up there. Did you not feel like instead of that, the first thing you could do is maybe just go and try for a for a shite? I, I, I was too bloated. I didn't think I had to poop. Couldn't. I think it was at first it was. Uh, I hate that feeling when it's stuck like up here. Yeah, that's what happens. I was really bloated. You had that. Yeah, also, if anyone out there can <laughs> help me with this problem, it doesn't happen as much anymore. But I went through a period of. I've told you this before. Pooping food, actual food, like a piece of broccoli and yeah. it's full blueberries, maybe uh, you know a piece of a carrot, mainly fruit and vegetables. Other stuff would like break That's down. That's weird. But I was astounded. I would turn around and be like, "That is my dinner. There's that bit of my dinner." And here's the thing: it's specifically for Dom that would be disturbing because I don't know if you know this about Dom. He can he he, he can be quite good at spending money, but then for small things, frugal. Very frugal. Yeah. Very really? tight Very with his frugal. money. Yeah. So see if he'd spent money on, say, organic, a, 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 a punnet of organic blueberries, mm. and he put them out. It's a waste. I could see him digging through that yeah. and eating it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was in to a survival money, situation, for sure. Because he would not like the idea that he'd spent $4 on a 
pun it. What was the Of thing? organic blueberries, only to poo it straight through with no vitamin. I am. I'm, I get it from my dad. I'm all about bargains. We were on a flight back from New York last week, and I'm chatting to Billy about two hours into the flight, and I come over and I go, you on the internet? He went, yeah, I've got Wi-Fi. I went, free? He went, no. I went, oh, no, I'm not getting that. He was like, <laughs> really? you're not paying for the flight. You've not paid for the hotel. We're getting all this cash to do this appearance, and you're not going to pay, like, what was it, 10 bucks on the flight? Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. it's not free. Why no. is that? I'm weirdly, because in my mind, growing I Growing up, growing up, I bet it had something to do with it. Yeah, my dad is, is, well, both my parents are good with money. They're not cheap in any way, but they're both, you know, they're careful. And I think both my parents gave my brother and I less pocket money than we actually needed. So if we needed £7.50, they'd give us a fiver and be like, well, you work it out. Wash my car for two quid, and then you'll get seven pounds instead. So they always made us kind of work that extra bit. And in my mind, on the flight, not only do I, I do I enjoy being away from Wi-Fi for a few hours and being like, I have to watch a movie, I have to play Nintendo Switch or whatever. But the other thing is, well, I could wait, and in four or five hours, then I'll have the treat of emails and you know messages and that's stuff true like that. i understand that yeah. I, I, I can understand that, that part but i i'm definitely one because my my dad was always very frugal and you know uh uh so were my grandparents everybody was always it was always about this and i i to me i just wanted to be the opposite i wanted to be a big tipper i wanted to uh if i want something and i could afford it i'm getting it cool. i don't think twice about it um i you know uh i'm smart with my money but i'm also i'll just i'll spend i'll spend my money Billy taught me a very, one of my, the most important life lessons, probably the most important life lesson that I've got from you so far. Wow. Yeah. Um, just yellow, never eat yellow snow. No, it was, we were in New Zealand. You know this story. We're in New Zealand, very early days shooting, maybe even rehearsing. We walk around in the daytime. It's lunchtime. And we walk past the McDonald's. And I say, well, should we just jump in here? We'll just get a quick burger and we can carry on with our day. And Billy's like, no, no, it's lunch now. I'm going to go take myself to lunch and have that hour-long experience of lunch. I'm not going to waste it on a five-minute crappy little burger. And at the time, it didn't really resonate. But over the next couple of years, I thought, actually, three opportunities a day to really enjoy and make a decision of self-love as opposed to self-abuse or, you know, just... Wow. And that came from you. You know, well done, me. Yeah, you do eat relatively well, don't you? I've never seen you eat at McDonald's. No, I'd, I can't think of the last time... I'd eating a McDonald's. What's or, the naughtiest food? I mean, you and I will eat pizza here and there. Oh, I'll eat pizza. But it's I'll, good I'll pizza. I'll eat, um, like, Harry Ball gums. Oh, I love those gums. I don't know what Harry Ball gums are. <laughs> Harry Ball? You know, like... Harry Balls? Harry Balls You know those gums, gums and and they're chewy, and you get you can get them fizzy sometimes. <laughs> fizzy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the snakes and stuff. You know, like, um, what are those... Fizzy, yeah, cola bowl, cola yeah, balls. all these kind yeah, of things. I don't know. Razzles, yeah, razzles. kind of razzles. Sure, sure. Harry ball, Harry balls. By the way, yeah, you just said so, you guys were just talking about that. You kind of fl- flew over it pretty oh, fast. I apologize, but no. When you say you take that hour, <clears throat> I'm going to have lunch. That automatically gave me a feeling inside that I kind of rush through things. I kind of just. I'm like, oh, I have to eat now, so let's just eat fast and get it over with. Yeah. I have to do this. Let's get that over with and. That's something I really have to work on. I have to learn how to, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like relish the moment. I have to learn how to just be in the moment mm. and be like, hey, you have a meal here. You don't have to scarf it down. You yeah. have the time to relax. It's probably healthier. 
but I don't do that. I think I, I think I rush through life. I'm going to be right. honest with you. I think I need to. I know I need to work on it. I need to work on just being more present, more relaxed, breathe a little bit. Yeah, you know. Well, mastication is extremely important. Well, I don't know where that was going. Chewing, especially as you get older and older. But in terms of so Billy's naughty thing is like Haribo. Mine is probably Haribo as well. What's your naughty little? Oh, I feel ashamed of myself. Treat when you're in the house on your own. Your dog well, looks at you like he will eat so much that he'll have to make himself <laughs> sick. I only did that once that night after uh, Buka, which I loved. Thank you for the meal, Buka. But is there you know. something where you're like, I know I shouldn't be eating this, but I love it. Yeah, I have frozen White Castle burgers in the freezer. Never had them. Never I've, heard of White Castle. I've heard of White Castle. Oh, is I've that heard of it. square? That's Wendy's. There's a square, tiny oh. burger, and there's establishments like White Castle and Crystal, and yeah. they're not healthy. But I remember as a kid, I think it's the nostalgia of it all. My dad would order like 35 of them, and Fuck we would scarf yeah. down these little burgers. Left, you know, and so I saw them at the grocery store, and I keep them in my freezer. And every once in a while, I'll just put them in the microwave for about 45 seconds, and my burger's ready, and I'll pop one down. Enjoy it. When I was a kid, I used to love cereal. Eating cereal as a kid, what could be nicer? But now when you've grown up, you realise, I can't eat that. Too much sugar, too much junk. So what do we do? I'll tell you what we do. Magic Spoon cereal. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving and only 140 calories. And it's got fantastic flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, my favorite. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle. Subscribe today to Flavor You Love, and you can get cereal shipped to your doorstep. Not to mention saving more than 25% on every order. You can choose four flavors you love, edit your subscription to switch it up, and keep yourself stocked up on cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash onion5 or use the promo code onion5 at checkout to get $5 off your order and try it today. Remember, if you subscribe to Magic Spoon, you'll get $5 off on top of the 25% savings for subscribing. Subscribe! And get your delicious guilt-free cereal on the regular at magicspoon.com slash onion5 and use the code onion5 to save big. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. There's much more to nutrition than just calories. Your diet plays a huge role in your microbiome, which in turn impacts your mental and physical well-being. But now, they're learning about the connection between your gut microbiome health and type 2 diabetes. Pendulum Glucose Control is the first and only medical probiotic that's designed to manage A1C and blood glucose levels through the health of your microbiome. With Pendulum, you can feel in control of your levels not the other way around. It's formulated and bottled in the US with the highest safety and quality standards, non-GMO project verified. Take control of your glucose levels today. 
Try pendulum glucose control for 90 days. If you're not satisfied with your levels, you'll get your money back. Visit PendulumLife.com to find out more. And use promo code ONION for 20% off your first bottle of membership. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E dot com promo code ONION. So the thing about yeah. White Castle that defines them from other people is mini sliders. They mini, make sliders. I mean, mini. They're like this big. Right. They're really small. And they're, I mean, they're just tiny slab of meat, really soft bread. Have you had one? Never. I don't think I have. Yeah, no. I don't know if you should, but. Okay. Uh, you kind of made me feel like uh, I would like to. I'm kind of in the mood for a burger now. Well, we're not going to have that just now. No, no time. We can have one after. No time. Fine. Or should we do? Should we do a little? Oh, hold co- on! Hold on! Oh, that's the angriest I've seen you in about fourteen days. <laughs> we are here to hear about Michael, and he's talking about his dad and all that there. And I want to know. Well, you're trying to get inside of him. Oh no! Where did you grow up? <gasps> what part of these United States of America did you grow up? I was born in New York, in Oceanside, New York, Oceanside, Long Island. NASA Community Hospital, and uh, we moved when I was a kid. My dad was like a delivered newspapers, worked in a lab. Uh, We moved to Connecticut, but I really grew up in Indiana from the time I was eight. So Southern Indiana, right borderline of Kentucky, and that's where I grew up in a small town in Indiana. If that was America, if my hand was America, where is Indiana? Um, It's just uh, west of your ring. This way, right there. Here? That's about where it is. Okay, yep. thank you. So you're down a bit south then. Yep, southern Indiana. So kind of Midwesty, southern Indiana, borderline Kentucky. It's, it's, it's a bit southern. I mean, I had friends who had some accent. Hey, Rose, what are you, what are you getting in tonight, man? It's like, yeah, and they, they were just a little bit like that. And, and some people just, you know, if they're from Kentucky, they, you know, they have a real accent. Kentucky. People were very, very laid back. You fly in Indiana, and you, the second you land, you get off that plane. And you are immediately just relaxed. There's something just, I don't know what it is. Is it, cause it's, is it very hot down there, hot and it's sweaty? It's just like, it's just, I, I don't know. I think people aren't in a rush to get everywhere. Well, that's lovely. That's something yeah, to learn. Yeah. But, that, but that's what you want to work on. Yeah. That's what I want to so work on. So you grew up with that. So then how did you get involved in performance and being an actor? I didn't know what I was going to do, and I was kind of a lost soul. But I remember, like, uh, I used to hang out with my friends and their families and spend the night at friends' houses a lot. My parents didn't really care what I was doing. They they sort of were like, oh, you want to spend the night at David Eidelman's, Danny Cutter's, Nate yeah. Shepard's? I would just spend hey, the Nate. night. Nate, Danny, uh, uh, David died. David passed away. Oh, Sorry to bring shit. that up. Yeah. But um, so I was always, I was kind of a lost soul. I didn't know what I was, who I was. And, mm-hmm. But I, I, I noticed I, I made people laugh. Like my friend's parents always thought I was funny. Okay. So finally in my senior year in high school, I did a play. And I was nervous as shit. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't even know if I can get in front of an audience. But I remember the next day, uh, I'm walking down the hallway and this popular kid, Chris Perot. His name was Perot, P-I-E-R-R-O-T. And he came up to me and goes, you were really funny in that play. And he walked away. And I thought, holy shit. Wow. That's it. I've got to do this because <clears throat> the popular guy just said, I'm, I'm funny. I was good in that. Right. And so I think growing up, I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. What was the play? Uh, it was Greece, <laughs> and I was Vince Fontaine, the wacky DJ. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who comes to the dance hall. <clears throat> yeah, right. But I remember 
doing it because it's approval. It's instant gratification. It's acceptance. And so when I was on stage, people were like, oh, you're really good. And I needed that. Right. And so I don't even know if there was a, so if there was, it's, it's taken all these years later to find out like, do you really love doing it? I think there's some love to it, but I think I did it because it was the only thing I could do. At least I felt yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's how I kind of got into it. Do you and prefer doing podcasts to acting now? No, I really, I, st I, I still, still want to act. I think I just want to, I'm very fortunate and grateful, but I, you know, I, I can do the things that I want to do. So I'm not going to just do a show to do a show right. if I don't think, you know, I don't want to be on set on something I don't like just because of, because for the money. Right. Okay. And, you know, if it's, content that i go wow this would be fun mm -hmm. this would be a great time because there has to be a certain amount of joy on set you have to go to work it, i mean look you're very fortunate if you get to go to work and have a good time most people yeah. hate their jobs so if you have the choice to actually go to work and enjoy it and you know enjoy what you do and some people whatever they're doing they could be on the world's shittiest television show and they don't care because they're acting yeah. and that's great but for me, I want to go be able to go, you know what? I, I really like this role. I like the people I'm working with. I want to, I, I think I could really have fun and do great work. Right. That's the goal. So I love doing the podcast. I love writing. I love, I'm trying to sell stuff, but you know, um, look, if I needed to work, if I needed, if I was right. broke right now, I go, Dom, you're going to do a movie in about a month. Did they need any roles? Yeah. Uh, did yeah. they need, cause I would beg you for one. Yeah. I would do anything. I would I'll work. I can do. I'd work at, uh, yeah. Part of I always feel like did you say hear that? I sound yeah, like a good. like a whispering wind there. No, it's good. It was good. I always feel like part of my salary when I say yes, when I when my agent eventually says we're now at the point where we have to say yes or no. If I say yes, I feel like part of that yes, part of that payment is regardless from now onwards when you walk on set, you have to act like you're having a good time, act in the role. But also act like I'll do all the shitty whatever uh, press. And no, I mean the the angsty stuff. If I have it, I'll do that when I'm away from set. But walking on set with with technicians and people that probably don't want to be there at all and getting paid <laughs> fifteen times less than me. Right. Part of my salary. Maybe it's a guilt complex. Is like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Because I just think. You're getting paid. You you have to I always yeah. set that example. I agree with you 100%. I think when you go on set, you have to, what's the word? You have to, uh, to the crew, you have to set a tone. A tone. That's, oh, nice. That's, well, that, done. that's a good, well done. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that was going to come out. Yeah. But you do. I think it's Ooh, an yeah. obligation we have to, you know, I always want the crew to have fun. I want to have yeah. fun. If they're having fun, I'm having, if I'm having fun, they're having fun. Yeah. That could make for a really good product. But there's there's some actors who are really kind of dark and keep to themselves and yeah. don't want to talk to anybody, and that's fine. But I've always been the guy that wants to know what the director of photography's name is, sure. and I want to know what the grip's name is and the the gaffer, and I want to know what everybody's name is. I want to. It just makes me. It, it, I feel like it's a team effort, and they're going to probably work harder for you and make you look good yeah. because you're just they like you. And also, don't you sometimes think that like I understand. If someone has a very heavy day of lines and it's an angsty scene or they're in a scene where their best friend's going to die or they're going to die or it's sad or whatever, I understand maybe you're in your head and that's your process. But, you know, I do, I do reject this notion of whatever. Someone comes to work and they have a line in a scene that's nothing, it's throwaway. But for some reason, 
because whatever they're a, they're an actor they have to be all <laughs> angsty and this method thing I'm just like that's that's very often nowadays is an excuse to be a dickhead do you know what i mean like yeah. daniel day lewis is method and we see by the proof of his work that like it seems to really work out for daniel day lewis and that is his process but for someone who's 25th on the call sheet and they come in and, and they're a dickhead I, for no reason they're like well I'm not a dickhead I'm method you're like method all you're doing is saying hi Tony and then walking off that? camera right like, do you see that I never see I sometimes see that really I've, I've worked with those type of people I always feel like guest stars are people that are way down on the call sheet a lot of times they're it's it's harder. It's harder. Yeah. For, it's definitely harder for a guest star to come in and do those lines and mm. be great and come into a whole big family that's been filming. And then you know, more, usually they're nervous. Yeah. Usually they're just trying to get the lines out, or they're trying to. You know, uh, I always feel for those for those folks. I but, definitely think it's hard. Yeah. Definitely. Oh man, it's 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 brutal to come in and just like, all right, here he goes. Oh yeah, he's the guest star. Yeah, let's go and action here. Let's go. Right. And you're, you're like. Uh, and you could sometimes see people's lips kind of quivering. <laughs> you know, people get nervous, man. Have you ever gotten nervous? Oh, my Have God. Have you ever been nervous on camera? Yeah. Yeah, I think I have. Uh, I'm trying to think of specifics now. But, like, being a guest star, you're absolutely right. And you, especially in a show that you watch, you know, and you come in and there's a little bit of you that's going, oh, I remember this set. You know, and I, oh wait a minute, I'm in this now, and I've got like a page of like a speech to do or something. Oh, yeah. I get a, yeah, I get a little bit nervous then, but normally it's it's kind of fun. It's you, yeah, I don't, I don't. You know. have the skill set generally to work it out right. I find that I've only had it happen once, and it was recent on Star Wars. But when you when you clamp up and everything starts to get tight, then the lines that you've remembered fly out your head and everything's tight and your body's tight so for me i stay in a sense of play in a state of play not to be silly and goofy and so that people think i don't take my job seriously it's to keep everything loose and free yeah so i'm always chatting with hey over there all right that's cool that's that's really smart i I do that too you know who else did that i don't know if he still does it but i saw these behind the scenes of the making of What's Eating Gilbert Grape with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And they say that he was like, you know, he was playing an intense character, a mentally challenged character. And he would just be like, oh, and just really, and and actually he's like, you know, Gilbert! And just jump into it. Mama! You know, and like he would jump into this serious role and then cut and then just playful and doing all shit and making people laugh. I don't know if he still does it, but I go, oh, cool! Somebody else does that as a process because he's drove Johnny Depp crazy, supposedly on, on that film because he was like that the entire time, and they've been, obviously become friends later. And Johnny Depp has said in in the press, he said, oh, he, he drove me crazy because all he did was jump around being silly. But I think that was DiCaprio's process of staying loose and improvisational in his in yeah. his role. You know, I went, I flew to uh, London to do this very small role in Star Wars, and JJ said to me, "You won't." You won't have the script until the night before. But don't don't worry about it because we're going to change it the, the following morning. That so would make my nerves rattle. Oh, it was crazy. So he said, the st- we went out for dinner that night. And we're, as we were leaving dinner, he said, you'll have pages back at your room. But he said, try not to worry about them too much because by the time we get into work the next day, they'll be different. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And he said, it's, it's a chunk, but don't worry about it. Oh, so, yeah, well, yeah. that's not cool. Well, whatever. That fine. makes me, that's my biggest nightmare. Yeah, I don't learn lines fast. Right, right. It was definitely it was definitely an issue. So, but I said to Bills, I don't. I'll, the irony now is I'll never forget this line. But on the day, fuck if I could remember it. So I had to say, it was cut from the movie because obviously it did not it did not work. And they they gave the they gave the stuff to Daisy instead. 
But the line was, you can't get to Exegol. You need a supraluminite lodestone star compass attuned to hyperspace vectors. Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> hey, JJ, I love your movies. Fuck you. So, and that was the first line. And they so, just get and they kept, how many times did they have to repeat it to Oh, you? mate. So I have to say that. Then, if, then, a couple of, oh! then a couple of characters talk, and then I have this, this chunk. It's about a, half a page of dialogue. Exposition, exposition. So JJ came over, he said, over by the, where that globe is, he said, there's, there's a, a camera on what, have you seen the Panaconda? It's like the biggest crane for a, for a Panavision camera. Yeah, out yep. there. They call it the Panaconda. It's, it's massive. So he said, we're going to start the camera on the Panaconda. Just do some business, you know, press some dials and stuff. He said, the camera's going to come over. Everyone's going to do some business. And as you feel the camera kind of get to here, as it rests and settles, start your line. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> Done this before, no worries. But there's all droids and monsters and creatures moving over. And as it's coming over, I'm thinking, yeah. I don't know my first line. Oh. Super, so I, I, I try and do it. You, you, um, it's not going to, you need a, uh, what? Sorry, Jay. Sorry. And he goes, no, it's no, it's, we'll reset. We'll go again. But the reset, oh. the reset is like three minutes because the camera has to go back, the oh. droids, the monsters. So now I'm thinking, if I keep asking him to reset, if I do that four times, that's 15, 20 minutes wasted. And this is Star Wars, and they do not have time on this set. And eventually Jay came over and he was like, it's fine, it's fine. But you do, we do need you to kind of get it now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. How, many, how many takes? We probably, b before we got it, we probably did eight, ten, something like that. Mm. But that doesn't it was, sound like uh, that. I'm like... But if, I mean, if I've not got it in three takes, I feel like... You know like what I would have said? JJ, with all due uh, you know, respect, uh, I don't learn... Like, uh, you gave me these lines. I, I don't learn lines fast. I need to have them soak in. Yeah. Or you know what? You know what? Just have, a, have a, somebody have a th thing. We'll do it in one take. I'll nail it. Yeah, I could do that. It's, you know, JJ... That's terrifying. JJ's oh, like I've a, had that. a close personal friend of mine. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You're playing with the big boys there. And also, he's, he's put his trust in me for good or bad reason he said to the studio i got just the guy for this and they're like you do realize he's going to come in and do a page of dialogue day one jet lagged he's like i got the guy so when he says to you to me you're the guy i can't then go i am your guy but could you just put it on a card and give me a minute and so i was like i got it i got it and i did get it were you thinking of write it down no i was just you know what oscar isaac was really cool with me they were all really cool but oscar saw what was going on he could see that i was in my head and he knew i don't know how he must have just guessed. He knew that I needed to be in a, a, a state of play. So he just started goofing off of me. My character was called Beaumont. He'd be like, ah, Beaumont, come on, you got this thing. Come on, let's go again. We'll reset. And it brought me out of the tightness. And then I got it. And I said it to him afterwards and I was like, thanks for that. He's like, hey, man. Say the line again. You can't get to X goal. You need a superluminite lodestone star compass attuned to hyperspace vectors. Fuck if I could get it that day. How long for you to learn that? <laughs> Um, I think if I sat in my trailer for four days, I, no, I probably, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I could probably get it like within, I mean, did you have the morning to kind of get it? I had the morning. I would want to sleep on that one. I was, that's what I'm saying. I want to sleep on I'd it. I'd like to know and, it and know, fall asleep. Know, know it inside out. Yeah. Dream about it. Almost when you say the lines before you go to bed, you go to yeah. bed, you go, I know these, I know these. And you wake up, it's a new yeah, day. Yeah, it's a great feeling, this. but I did not it's have It's not one. a good, I, I, I once had, um, hey, we we're gonna shoot a scene from ne the next episode. Um, it was a Smallville uh, t today. It was yes, a Smallville. yeah, okay. uh, and I, I I had that on another thing. 
they gave me this scene the day of, and they go, we're shooting it after lunch. And it's just chunks of dialogue for three pages. And I go, I, my whole day is ruined. Right. I'm just trying <laughs> to learn this. I'm, I, I, you've ruined my day. What season are you in here? I don't even know. It's probably, it's probably season two or three. It was early on. Okay. But still. And then I, had, I remember Wes Craven. I had this. I worked for Wes Craven. I had this monologue. And he just goes, I'm telling you, I think we did 14 takes. Mm. 14 takes. And it was just because he wanted a certain way. And I, didn't, I, I was doing it, trying to do it his way without even understanding why. Mm. I just was like, and I loved him. I, lo I just wanted to make him happy. And he was really cool about it. And we finally got it. And then the last take, he goes, now do it like Christopher Walken. Wow. Because he knows, I, like, you know, I do impressions and stuff. So it, it, was, it turned out okay. But there have been some times on set where I'm like, I don't want to act anymore. Please get me on a first plane to Egypt yeah. or somewhere Ooh. out of the fuck of this country. I do not. I can't do this. I'm not capable. And then there's been some times where I'm like, you're genius. Yeah. You're fucking mm. so good. That, and then so bad. It's, it's, it's just. That's been my only day ever on set. And. Jay said wow. a really amazing thing where I spoke to him afterwards and I was like, how did that look? He was like, it looks fine. And I went, oh, because I was having a nightmare that day. He said, that's fine. It's fine. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Don't worry about it. And then later on, we were out for dinner and I said to him, man, that day I was, that's my least favorite day ever on set. And I think I was having an out of body experience, you know, anxiety kind of moment. And he turned to me and he said, well, if that's the first time it's ever happened to you, then you were owed one because he said most of the time that I'm working with actors, it'll happen at least once a production for one person. So everyone's having it in at least one time for wow. each actor in every one of his productions. So the, he said the fact that it's happened just once in your career, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I remember getting to a point on Lost, there were obviously days where I was like, oh, this is a bit challenging. But I remember getting to a point on Lost where they'd be like, you know, we would shoot 10, 11, sometimes 12 pages a day. And they, same with you, they'd come to us at lunch and they'd be like, we're doing really well today, so we're going to pull this scene and it'll be a three-page scene. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, I got it. And you'd think, I could do that over lunch, no problem. And the, the honing of the muscle would get so tight because you, you're expected to perform on that level. And then, you know, you can relax and drop into it. So I, I, I did feel that. Did you feel that on Smallville? Yeah, I think eventually it, it was a lot easier. To How many seasons lines. of Smallville? I did seven. Damn. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, I always took it so seriously, though, and I wanted to know my lines inside out and have a day or two with them to, so where I could just talk to you like I am now and just grab this drink while I'm speaking mm -hmm. and continue my dialogue without even flinching, not, right. not practicing in front of a mirror, not just be raw and real and just loose. So whenever somebody gives you something when you don't have a lot of time, it means that you're not going to have the freedom to really know it inside out yeah. to really just it's it's part of you yeah you know and yeah. and that is something that i need yeah. as an actor i i'm not i'm not i mean i'll get it done i'll somehow figure it out but i'm not afraid i've never done it but if i really thought you're just going to kill yourself i'd say get cue cards out i don't give a fuck right, get a right. cue card out put it right there on camera and i'll make it real i'll yeah, make yeah. it sound real yeah i'm not going to torture you guys with this right i'm not going to torture myself with it this is what we're doing. Yeah, there are so, tricks that work. Right? Yeah, or you know, there's, there's. Has it happened to you? I, I try. I, I you like, son of a bitch. He's very professional. He's I like, very professional. I like to know my lines really well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, same as you. I like to kind of feel as if you know, if something happens, 
you you've got the freedom to kind of let that happen you know there was one time actually i was doing a guest star on a tv show and i was supposed to do the big scenes later on so i did know them but not as well as i wanted to and they started with like the biggest you know like four pages of just monologue basically mm. and they wanted they wanted me to be packing a bag at the same time so and and i love uh, I was saying this before to Dom. I love the uh, technicals of a movie or TV. I love to get the continuity right. Mm. I love the idea of the editor going, oh, he's given me a really good editing mm. point there. I love all that stuff. So to then be packing a bag while I'm doing a monologue that I didn't really know, I remember that annoyed me that day mm. because I was like, yeah. I can't remember when I picked that up. I can't remember when I put that down. Mm. You know, by the time they went to the second take, the mm. third take, and I was like, oh, I was starting to get me, you know, annoyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I have. Yeah. You I've also, I think, this is a, a a slightly educated guess, but you also subscribe to the uh, oh footsie. Mm -hmm. You also subscribe to the idea of don't let people see you sweat, right? You're kind of that person. Yeah. You don't want people I don't, to. I don't, I don't want people to see me sweat either. I, Some I agree actors with come on set with the pages and they do a little, okay, wait, we'll do this. And I think you kind of are like, I've got this. Yeah, probably. Don't, don't yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. I am. I, I don't even bring sides. Right. Like, you want to run lines? All right, great. Let's do it. Boom, 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 boom. I like to do that. I rarely have sides. I'll sometimes have sides, but maybe they'll be rolled up so I can't look at them. I'll be maybe, holding them. Maybe that, you know? but... Um, I, I like to just kind of be like free. I, I know this stuff. Let's do it. Let's rock it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about a tool rolling. Right. But when I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about it and I need to and I don't have it and I don't have it. And they're throwing, hey, let's add this. I don't like that stuff. I don't like to go, hey, we're going to change this line. We're going to do this. I go, yeah, but I say that. Then they say something else, which then I have to. It's it's a whole new reprogramming. Right. On it's mm -hmm. just It's just not something my brain is capable i think some people are great at it it's so funny how actors are all different right yeah like yeah my, my favorite thing with a director is if we do take one and they like it and then we cover ourselves with take two i love it when a director comes over to me and says we've got it just gonna slightly change it now just just slightly tweak it lines are gonna kind of stay the same but maybe we want you to do this and that so in take three the freshness now is that I'm thinking there's a slightly new piece of business or there's a slightly new way of exiting or entering and that just, it just spices everything up. So that's my favorite is the director saying, we've got it. Here's a new thing to think about. It's my old time favorite thing. Yeah, I don't mind that. Love that note. I like a little, I like a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to say something and it's just falling out of my brain. It's interesting hearing your guys' perspectives on that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I like the fact that all actors... All, all actors' processes, I'm totally fine with. Unless, like I said, I have a real bee in my bonnet of people saying, well, that's my process. And their process is at the expense of everyone else's process and they can be a dickhead. Uh, you know, you're yeah. like, well, what if the cameraman's process is to be a dickhead? Yeah. Would you be all right with that? You right. mixed your fucking mark. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you're another inch over. Right, right. What are you doing, Christian Bale? <laughs> right. Get over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, L true. Little bits like that. Also, you were saying that thing about when you start to get the props and stuff at the right time. Uh -huh. Bills and I have noticed a few times, sometimes we'll be recording something at home, the two of us. And once we get into the flow, our timing is exactly the same, right? Yeah. Billy's son will, he'll cut at the end and we'll go, how long, how long was that, Jack? He'll go, a minute 17. We're like, okay, cool. We'll do it again. How long is that? 
minute 17, we're like, oh my God, like, it's, yeah. it's a muscle. It's like women with their periods. That's how you guys <laughs> we, are. We, yeah, we tune in. Yeah. Right? It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it beautiful is. Beautiful thing. That was good, wasn't it, Dom? Isn't he lovely there, isn't he? Isn't he just... I, I really like spending time with him. Hey, before we go... Yeah? Should we do a little... League of Legends update? <laughs> because there has been some... Um, There's been movement. Movement. As you might see if you were constipated. Yeah, a little bit of movement. Has there been any movement? Oh, it's put a road right through me, oh, those Oh, good news. Good news. Right, so... We have been tracking the progress of Elijah Jordan Wood and Sean Astin playing League of Legends with will us. Will they be joining our team, which will go pro? We will go pro. Point. Yeah, it will be called, uh, well, we'll just called the Hobbits, I guess. Yeah. No. Last week, and for a couple of weeks running, Elijah has been, for me, a lemon seed. Yeah, you've not been pleased. Which, just to recap... A strawberry seed is the lowest and a watermelon is the highest. In and he's been it. a plum for me. He's been a plum. He's been a plum. Now, a couple of days ago, was it yesterday? Yesterday, I think. He sent us a little video to tell us that he was playing League of Legends, or so he thought. Or was it a video? Was it a still? Oh, it was a still, yeah. Well, I, I was disappointed if it was a video that I never pressed play. He did send us a video after that. Oh, carry on. He sent us a still of him playing... League of Legends, and you said, oh, you're playing League of Legends. And I looked at it and I thought, that's not Summoner's Rift. He had accidentally started playing TFT, which is a kind of board game version oh, God, of League of Legends. Gracious me. And I said, no, no, Elijah, that's not Summoner's Rift League of Legends. And he wrote back and said, oh, thank God, this is really boring. And I said, yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like basically like chess with the characters from League of Legends moving okay. around. It's rubbish. So I said, come out of that. Go into the actual game. I sent him a little video as to how to do it. Play the tutorial. He played the tutorial as Lux oh. and as Ari. Oh. Wouldn't that be lovely to play yeah. a game? So what, and as far as fruit goes, Dom, where would you say Elijah Wood is now? Well, if he's played the tutorial. The of Legends update. I'm going to promote him from a lemon seed mm -hmm. to a small pear, a Bartlett pear. Oh, lovely. He's done well. He's not played the game yet. Uh-huh. He's not played with us yet, so he's not quite there yet. I'll put him there. Well, I mean, I think once he's he started, which he has done, a Jaffa orange. Nice. Mm. Okay, he's been promoted. Sean Astin? Mm. He did send a thing at the same time saying, can you play it on uh, Xbox? Otherwise, I will invest in a PlayStation. Mm, and I wrote back, mm, PC or Mac, and then he didn't really respond. So mm. I think Sean Astin for me, Nectarine Pit. I mean, he must have a PC <sighs> or a Mac. It's a computer all the time. He's always working always, things always. out. I'm going to say that he is a tangerine. Well, we will keep you guys posted and on the fantastic day that all four of us play League of Legends together we might bring in a watermelon to celebrate I love it. but we'll keep you updated with League of Legends anyway but this is the League of Legends in terms of can we get all four hobbits playing brilliant so that's it guys we will see you next week make sure you um, rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to send your emails and we love the riddles. So that's a good thing just now. I'm enjoying the riddles. Yeah, they are fantastic. So send emails, riddles, ideas, plans, things that you want us to eat in Billy and Dom 
eat the world, knee send advice. it to knee advice. Send it to the Friendship Onion at castmedia.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash the Friendship Onion. And we will see you all next week. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.